Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Thursday, July 1st, 2021. Happy Canada Day to everyone. Let's take a look at the uh, prices for today's charts. BTC is at number one, $33,157, down 4.24%. Ethereum at number two, $2,094, down 1.91%. Tether, number three, $1. Binance Coin, number four, $286.18 down 1.71%. Cardano at number five, $1.33 down 0.03%. Dogecoin at number six, 24 cents up 0.18%. XRP at number seven, 65 cents down 2.01%. USD coin at number eight, $1. Polkadot at number nine, $15.25 down 1.08%. And last, number 10, Uniswap at $17.88, up 1.01%. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. When investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So today is fear at 28. Yesterday was fear at 28. Last week was extreme fear at 22, and last month at this time was extreme fear at 20. All right. So before we take a look at the articles today, I just want to say welcome to my channel. I'd like to say thank you to all the subscribers, all the listeners, all the watchers that have been watching from watching this channel for the past two weeks and listening to all the podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate all the support. So please do what you can by supporting me by liking, sharing, and subscribing if you haven't done so yet. All right, let's take a look at the six articles for today. The contents are, number one, here's why pro traders expect further downside from Ethereum price. Article two, cryptocurrency miners in China are beginning to sell off GPUs for cheap. At number three, young investors are abandoning stocks for crypto and making millions. At number four, why we'll never see these Bitcoin price levels again. At number five, U.S. citizens will soon be able to buy Bitcoin across 650 banks. And today's main topic is Robert Kiyosaki warns that the largest market crash in history is approaching. All right, let's take a look at article number one. Here's why pro traders expect further downside from Ethereum price. Ethereum's EIP-1559 upgrade is fast approaching, but derivatives data show traders are less than optimistic about ETH's short-term prospects. Derivatives data shows that Ether traders are feeling less bullish when compared to Bitcoin, even though the altcoin captured a nearly 200% gain in the first half of 2021 versus Bitcoin's modest 22% price increase. Traders seem to be more affected by Ether's recent underperformance. Institutional flow also backs the decreased optimism seen in Ether's derivatives, as ETH investment vehicles suffered record outflows this past week, while Bitcoin flows began to stabilize. According to data from CoinShares, Ether funds experienced a record outflow of $50 million this past week. Take notice of how Ether is underperforming Bitcoin by 16% in June. The London hard fork is scheduled for July, and its core proposal, dubbed as EIP-1559, will cap Ethereum's gas fees. 
Therefore, the price action could be related to unsatisfied miners as the network migrates out of proof of work. For this reason, Ether investors have reasons to fear because uncertainties abound. Perhaps miners supporting a complete and competing smart contract chain or some other unexpected turn of events could further negatively impact Ether price. Whatever the rationale for the current price action, derivatives indicators are now signaling less confidence when compared to Bitcoin. Ether's December futures premium shows weaknesses. In healthy markets, the quarterly futures show should trade at a premium to regular spot exchanges. In addition to the exchange risk, the seller is locking up funds by deferring settlement. A 4% to 8% premium in the December contract should be enough to compensate for those effects. A similar effect occurs in almost every derivatives market, although cryptocurrencies tend to present higher risks and have higher premiums. However, when futures are trading below this range, it signals that there is short-term bearish sentiment. The above chart shows that Bitcoin December futures premium recovering to 3.5% while Ethereum contracts failed to follow, while both assets displayed a neutral to bearish indicator. There's evidence that the altcoin investors are less optimistic about a short-term recovery. So another leg down will do even more harm to altcoins. Another thesis that could negatively impact Ethereum's premium is the impact of a negatively potential 30% performance from Bitcoin. Flibflib is an independent market analyst and the co-founder of the Decentrator trading suite, said that a 30% crash in the Bitcoin could prompt altcoins to drop twice as hard. Clem Chambers, the ex- chief executive of the financial analytics website AdVFN, also predicted another potential leg down, which would repeat the late 2018 crypto winter period. Chambers claims Bitcoin could capitulate and fall back towards $20,000. While the overall market sentiment is neutral to bearish, it seems sensible to predict a more daunting scenario for Ether, including uncertainties from the transition to proof of stake. Let's take a look at what you think about what Ethereum price is going to be. Is it going to go up or down? Please comment down below. Let's take a look at article two. Cryptocurrency miners in China are beginning to sell off GPUs for cheap. Could this be a sign of things to come for the cryptocurrency mining business as a whole? Well, could the cryptocurrency boom be starting to ease off in China? Sales of graphic cards from mining groups seems to suggest it may well be. Not to speak too soon, but Taiwanese BC builders spotted heaps of GPUs up for grabs in China. Cards like once they used to mine cryptocurrencies, but seemingly no longer worth the hassle. According to a screenshot from a mining group posted to PTT, a popular Taiwanese bulletin board, miners in China are selling off a large number of NVIDIA and AMD GPUs. These include the latest 30 series or 6000 series, but also other older GPU generations, such as an AMD's cheap and cheerful Polaris generation. Card prices aren't massively inflated either. HKEPC reports that an RTX 3070 sold in their hundreds and thus potentially cheaper for it will cost roughly $3,120 Hong Kong dollars each. That's a little over 400 US. Since these cards are being sold in bulk, it may be that the sellers are hoping cryptocurrency miners elsewhere will make and take them up for the offer. Regardless, gamers will likely want to steer clear.
The fact these graphic cards have been used to mine crypto should come as a red flag for would-be purchasers. You probably don't want a graphics card that's been on 24 hours a day, seven days a week, at an at high temperatures for your next gaming PC. The mere fact that these cards are being put on sale could be indicative of a larger slide in cryptocurrency profitability or viability in China. The country currently has the world's highest hash rate, meaning it mines more crypto than anyone else. But recent crackdowns on mining by both China's financial and local authorities may have some looking to move on or even elsewhere. There are a few other signs of a potential turning of the tides for GPU mining, most of all in China. GPU prices are dropping, ASR Rock says demand is easing, and Ethereum is moving to proof of stake, which may also accelerate the whole process. Then there's NVIDIA's hash rate limiter, sure to be more of concern to miners if profitability swings down further than it already has this year. We can't say for sure what's going to happen, though. This could be a small blip, a temporary lull for today's biggest cryptos. Even Ethereum or Bitcoin's low value today is far in excess of what it was just in January of this year. Basically, this certainly isn't the end of the cryptocurrency, and we're definitely not out of the woods yet. So what do you think about the cryptocurrency miners in China are beginning to sell off GPUs for cheap? Do you think... Another country is going to pick them all up in bulk. Comment down below. Article number three is young investors are abandoning stocks for crypto and making millions. So is cryptocurrency financial kryptonite? The younger generation don't think so. Gen Z and millennial investors are flocking to buy shares of crypto coin, such as Bitcoin or Ethereum, with the hopes of winning big. Cryptocurrency, which is a type of digital file that can be used as money, based on blockchain technology, is not controlled by any centralized entity or government and is nearly impossible to trace. This makes it more volatile than the stock market, which experts say is part of the appeal for up and coming investors who don't have to worry about save, saving for retirement anytime soon. The volatility attracts people who like gambling, excitement, and so forth, said David Irmak, a professor of finance and business transformation at NYU. They're not so interested in underlying economics, but rather the chance of a very rapid high gain or a very rapid sharp loss. Cryptocurrency gained traction with the emergence of Bitcoin 12 years ago and has since grown to mo include more than 10,000 types of coins. After a major currencies hit all-time highs in May, a single Bitcoin peaked at around 65,000 US. They've been dropping rapidly, with a Bitcoin now worth less than half that. The market overall tends to be high risk, high reward. For instance, a 33-year-old Dogecoin investor, Glober Contesoto, became a crypto millionaire earlier this year, only to recently lose $167,000 overnight. Contesoto is the typical of the emerging demographic of crypto investors. The majority are under 35, and they're overwhelmingly male. According to your Mac, Gen Z and millennial investors make up nearly 94% of the crypto market, with older generations sticking with more traditional investments such as bonds and index funds. Your Mac believes that the pandemic only accelerated this trend. People had a lot of free time on their hands and were locked in their apartments, he said. It fills a gap that had been created by the lack of entertainment and the lack of recreation that the pandemic caused. He said he saw this happen firsthand when his 21-year-old son invested his stimulus check in cryptocurrency.
He said that young investors also appreciate that crypto feels a little bit renegade. Young people seem to enjoy what we would call contrarian positions that bet against the wisdom of Wall Street. Yermak said it's an act of rebellion against traditional methods of investment and business. But crypto investor Cooper Turley, 26, said it only is a matter of time before alternative currencies are completely mainstream. Turley, who lives in Los Angeles and works in crypto strategy at a streaming app, claims he's made millions in the crypto market. He started with only a few thousand dollars a few years ago, earned through part-time jobs and freelance writing gigs, and now has access to seven figures in ditching his post-college career to work in this space full-time. A few years ago, he said crypto market felt uncertain, but now, regardless of where price goes in the next couple of months, this industry is here to stay. He's convinced that the next corporate juggernauts, the future Apples and Googles of the world, are going to be crypto-based, with young leaders spearheading new ways to reach potential consumers. Our generation is so much more aware of things like TikTok and For You page, TikTok's Explorer page, catered individually to users' interests, and viral memes and viral content. But up until this point, there hasn't been a way to invest in that financially, Turley said. What's really exciting about crypto is that for the first time in history, we can place a financial value on social capital. Social media plays a role in cryptocurrency investments for both who are looking to invest, as well as content creators who use it to guide others' investment decisions. Reddit threads, YouTubers, and Twitter accounts accumulate hundreds of thousands of followers searching for crypto tips. While Dogecoin, Turley said, might look idiotic on paper as a meme stock, stocks that are bolstered by social media and Reddit. He said that crypto ultimately boils down to sharing investments with a passionate community. Marin Altman, 22, has reached full-blown influencer status by billing herself as crypto astrologist. The New York City resident and NYU grad has 1 million followers on TikTok, where she claims to use the planets to predict major crypto market changes. Even if that sounds like Gen Z nonsense to older investors, she said her audience is looking for a change of pace. The way that their parents built money in a tried and true way, maybe through investment index funds or savings account with a low percent APY, is a joke to live off in a way. Altman said, in the face of inflation and asset prices rising for people, this is not a feasible, sustainable, realistic way to build wealth anymore. Now she works with people in the crypto space to launch their own business endeavors and guides them on how to invest Altman charges between members $7.77 per month and offers courses ranging in price anywhere from $49 to $14.99. Wow. She also offers a crypto-charted newsletter for $20 per month. One of Marin Altman's popular TikTok videos on using astrology to forecast crypto trends, so far her record is a bit uneven. She accurately predicted January's market correction, but then wrongly foresaw a bull market in May. In reality, crypto prices dropped. But Altman said her clients are along for a wild ride. There's a kind of existential nihilism. Altman said, if I don't have a lot out to start with, with, there's not as much to lose. So what do you think about this article? Young investors are abandoning stocks for crypto and making millions. Are you a Gen Z or are you also part of the wave? Let me know and comment down below. 
Okay. Before we move on, I just want to say thank you again to the subscribers and listeners so far. Please catch me on all the podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, and also make sure to watch the video version on YouTube. Please like, share, and subscribe, and help this channel grow bigger and bigger. And shout out to the listeners out in the U.S. from the West Coast to the East Coast, as well as the European and also South American crew. Thank you so much. Okay, let's move on to Article 4. Why we'll never see these Bitcoin price levels again. So Bitcoin cannot be predicted is the one thing everyone knows. But can mathematics actually turn that notion around? Popular analyst Crypto Total Ventures used the concept of Fibonacci, also known as Golden Spiral, in studying the past movement of the Kickcoin. This helped us figure out where, according to these tools, BTC could go and how soon that could be. Bitcoin needs maths. The Golden Spiral, or the Fibonacci, is an extraordinary phenomenon occurring throughout nature, art, music, and even numbers. This is used by various professions such as artists, architects, musicians, and now by traders as well. BTC formed a consistent pattern of price movement within said spiral and continues to do so even at that moment. This movement has been consistent since 2012 despite all the volatility. The long-term trajectory displays repeated trends of bear market lows and bullish highs within the same structure at similar points. Closer observation shows that the Fibonacci bull market doors, green rectangle zones, were breached every time after every halving, first in November 2012, second time around July 2016, and most recently on May 15, 2020. If the Fibonacci levels are considered historically, once BTC leaves the bull market doors, it does not revisit the same levels again. The 1.618 Fibonacci level acts as support briefly before BTC bounces off of it to rally ahead. At the moment, bull market doors are established in the 13,000 to 16,000 range. Also, according to the previous bull market lows, 26,500 is key support considering a long-term price action. Crypto Total Ventures stated, in quotes, charts suggest that Bitcoin is in the middle of the bull market and will never see these 26.5K to 16K price again. If Bitcoin's movement going ahead remains consistent with its historical data, then the king coin will probably never revisit this range. So what's the short-term price activity? While talking about the short-term implications of Fibonacci, some interesting zones were highlighted. Taking the lower swings and the higher highs into account, Fibonacci depicts some critical as well as actively tested areas. $31,000 to $30,000 is an important support range in the short run. Resistance zone comes up to $33,000 to $34,300. So what do you think about this? Why we'll never see these Bitcoin prices levels again. Do you believe in the Fibonacci levels? Comment down below. Let's look a look at the uh, article number five. U.S. citizens will soon be able to buy Bitcoin across 650 banks. A new deal with NCR and NYDIG has opened up a way for banks across the U.S. to offer Bitcoin buying options to their customers. Forbes reported that the deal would enable community banks, including North Carolina-based First Citizens Bank and credit unions, including Bay Federal Credit Union in California, would be able to offer their customers crypto trading. The trading would be carried out on mobile applications that would be built by the payments provider. 
The deal will make it so that the banks can offer Bitcoin trading options without having to worry about regulations surrounding Bitcoin ownership. In short, the coins would be able to let their customers trade Bitcoin without having to buy any coins themselves. The banks would not hold any coins for the customers. Instead, the coins will be held on apps built by the payments provider. So customers want access to crypto options. Customers have long waited and wanted to have access to crypto options. It was due to pressure from customers that mega bank Goldman Sachs has started to offer Bitcoin and Ether trading options. A survey from 2020 by Cornerstone Advisors showed that 60% of cryptocurrency users would want to use their banks to invest in crypto. But at the time, only 2% of banks were willing to provide this option. But with the growing popularity of Bitcoin has come mounting pressure from bank customers. The customers only have one demand. They want to be able to trade crypto through their bank. Banks currently cannot buy crypto assets. This is due to red tape and regulatory issues. But banks are increasingly finding new ways to offer their customers what they want. With deals like the ones with NCR and NYDIG, banks can now give their customers access to crypto options. This eliminates the need for banks to buy or own or even hold any crypto. So NYDIG expanding its crypto footprint. NYDIG is a subsidiary of Stone Ridge. Stone Ridge is an alternative asset manager with $4 billion in digital assets in its custody as of February 2021. The deal will see the parties making money from charging trading fees to the customers. Stone Ridge is a custodian of at least 30,000 Bitcoins, which are valued at $1 billion. Assets under firm's management have now grown to over $6 billion. This is being from the infrastructure partnerships with banks to offer them Bitcoin services. NYDIG's infrastructure reported allows them to offer Bitcoin services to about 70% of all U.S. banks. Well, what does this mean in terms of adoption? Well, there are 24 million customers around and across 650 banks this deal applies to. Giving 24 million people access to the crypto market only means more adoption. People trust banks. This is a fact. They wouldn't put their money in it if they didn't think that banks would keep it safe. So when a bank starts offering crypto options, customers will take this as a sign that cryptos are actually trusted assets. Adoption is still a tricky thing when it comes to mainstream financial systems. Regulatory bodies are still trying to figure out how to properly regulate digital currencies. Hence, there are still a lot of blocks when it comes to crypto. Being able to conveniently trade in crypto with your bank through an app on your phone will be a game changer. So U.S. citizens will soon be able to buy Bitcoin across 60, 650 banks. Let me know if your current bank actually offers cryptocurrency as a buying option or trading option. And let me know if you want to see your bank get it as soon as possible. All right, let's move on to our main topic for today. It is Robert Kiyosaki warns that the largest market crash in history is approaching. So the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad urges people to buy gold, silver, and Bitcoins before the crash. So this past Tuesday, investor and author Robert Kiyosaki wrote on his Twitter account that it will be soon be the biggest crash the market has seen in world history and that people should start preparing. The good news, he added, is that the best time to get rich is when there is an economic crash. So the biggest bubble in world history is getting bigger. 
This is the biggest collapse in world history. I will buy more gold and silver. Bitcoin is expected to drop to 24,000 US. The best time to get rich is collapse, read his tweet in English. He did not give details of why he thinks this event is approaching, and it is not the first time he warned on his social networks that something like this will happen. When Bitcoin fell, he said he considered it good news because he assured that at some point the value of it will exceed a million dollars, so now is a good time to invest in it. In April, he also shared that he believes that the dollar is dying and it is advisable to invest in cryptocurrencies. So what do you think about Robert Kiyosaki's uh, comment that he warns that the largest market crash in history is approaching? Comment down below if you believe Robert Kiyosaki and also if you ever read his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So before we end uh, today's crypto take, let's take a look at the price one more time. Bitcoin is $33,157. Ethereum is at $2,089. Tether is $1. Binance Coin, $286.57. Cardano at $1.33. Dogecoin at 24 cents, XRP 65 cents, USD coin $1, Polkadot at $15.30, and at number 10, Uniswap $17.95. All right, so there you guys have it. Thank you so much if you've made it this far into the YouTube and podcast. Again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Please comment, share, and subscribe like if you can and let me know what you want to hear in the next few videos and podcasts okay all right again i'll see you guys in the next one have a good crypto day peace